Welcome to the Manifesting Doll Podcast. I'm Barbara Orban from No Diet Babe. I'm a spiritual mindset coach and weight loss expert. If you are a spiritual babe wanting to up-level your life around your body, health, wellness, spirituality, law of attraction and manifestation, then this is the podcast for you. I'm here to give you the tools, teachings and strategies to manifest the body and life of your dreams. As spiritual babes, we know to focus on love as opposed to fear. So get ready to learn how to implement spiritual teachings to weight loss, wellness and your daily life coming from a place of love and abundance. This is a celebration of how we can shift our inner perception of ourselves and watch our outer selves shift. You can become the best version of yourself and I'm here to help. So let's get started. Hello everyone. Welcome. We are on day two of the challenge, you guys. This is the Manifest Weight Loss Challenge. Um, We're on day two of the challenge. So welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm Barbara Orban from NoDietBabe.com. And this is the Manifesting Doll podcast. And welcome, welcome. Say hi when you pop on, you guys. This is day two, say hello, and I'm super excited that you're joining me here today for day two. Today, we're going to be talking a lot about um, the emotions behind your weight and pretty much like what purpose does your weight hold for you? So in the challenge worksheet, I say sometimes food serves a purpose for us, right? But I also want you to see how your weight can serve a purpose and it can, there can be reasons why we hold on to weight and these can be for safety, security, it's about your unmet needs and it's about your self-doubts. Sometimes it's the dissatisfaction that you have with life. Sometimes it's just boredom. Sometimes it's about feeling empty or maybe you feel taken advantage of. Maybe you lack the ability to assert yourself and there's like codependency stuff going on, right? Sometimes it's stress. Sometimes it's this need for constant stimulation, but usually the need for constant stimulation is about other stuff like the other stuff that I was just talking about procrastination. So procrastination can be related to perfectionism and other issues, um, avoiding a particular situation. So it can be from avoidance. And a big one that's been coming up in the homework that I've noticed is also social anxiety, which was a huge one for me. And I say social anxiety, but sometimes our weight issues can be linked to like just being afraid to be seen and like not wanting attention on our bodies and kind of like hiding in a way. So there's lots of different, there's so many different things to cover you guys. So (laughs) um, 
we're going to, you know, try and cover as much as we can during this uh, challenge. So hello, Delphin, 4 p.m. here. I'm so glad you're back again. I'm so glad you've done the day one homework. That's okay. There's still plenty of time, you guys, because um, day two only just came out today. So today is actually the day for you to do day two. And if you haven't caught up on day one, don't stress. It's all good. Just catch up with it when you can. I think I have something on my eyelash. Um, and hello, Morgan. Hi from California. Welcome. Welcome, you guys. Say hi. We've got rising, rising new stars. Welcome. And yeah, say hi if you're on this live video. I'm so excited that you're here. So, okay. So like I said, those, this is the, the theme of day two is looking at the deeper reasons why you're holding on to weight. Because if you feel this sense of weight loss being hard, if you feel this sense of it being depriving, like yesterday we talked about the stories, okay? So if you haven't caught up with um, yesterday's video, we're talking about the limiting beliefs and the stories. But today we're going deeper than that and seeing what purpose you have by holding on to weight. Like why... Is there a desire to hold on to weight? Because this is actually, this is actually where it all starts, you guys, right? Because the way things work is that, as children or in our adulthood or as teenagers, at some point, we've we've developed issues with getting our needs met, issues with like safety, security, self doubts, codependency, a dissatisfaction with life, all of these different things that I just mentioned. And then we develop a weight, we develop weight and food issues. And then we develop limiting beliefs such as I'm lazy or I have um, a slow metabolism or I have no willpower. You know what I mean? So we want to, like we develop those limiting beliefs to, to, add meaning to why we're struggling. We're trying to find a reason, but sometimes that reason is actually further limiting us and further re-manifesting the same issues around your food and weight, such as I'm lazy or I don't exercise, therefore I can't lose weight or I don't have any willpower or I'm constantly stressed and that's why I can't lose weight or whatever reason you wrote in day one homework or whatever your brain is on a loop telling you this is why I'm heavier than I wish to be, that's usually come secondary to the the fundamental things that are needing to be met. And then we develop a a food and weight issue. For example, I've spoken about this before, but personally in my life, codependency has been a huge thing for me and I'm still working through it. But I know that at the at the core of my weight issue, it was about it was about getting my needs met, learning how to be more assertive, learning to be more learning to not just believe every thought I think about like all the social anxiety of they're looking at me, that they, they think I'm fat. Um Oh my God, I keep getting messages and it's like the worst time right now. <laughs> my phone's been like, oh, like nobody sent me messages all day. And then now it's like popping up like 10 times, Juliana, go away. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, it's like getting your needs met, but it's more than that. It's like when you're codependent, you kind of, uh, you kind of just serve others. It's like in order to gain approval, I have to be a good person. And in order to be a good person, I'm not allowed to have needs and I have to be productive all the time. And I have to like look after everyone else. I have to make sure everyone else is happy. I have to like keep my house super clean. I have to eat perfect. I have to meal prep. I have to exercise five days a week. It's, it's all, can you feel that energy of like, it's all coming from this place of, I should do this or else I'm not enough. And I'm going to like, people won't like me or I'm not going to like be deserving of a partner or, um, people will like, it's a shame thing. It's like people will like judge me and shame me if I'm not doing certain things or being an appropriate person. Right. And so I held a lot of perfectionism and I still do, but I've worked on it a lot, especially around, um, just food and weight, but also like how you do one thing is how you do everything. So you'll notice as you do this work, there's such a deeper meaning to this. This isn't just about your weight. This is about why you're manifesting a weight and food issue, because we're not here to suffer around food and weight. Like I've built a reality where it's, there's no suffering, right? And if you're like, I'm obsessed all the time, that that to me is like, okay, the obsession is just, it's the negative emotion and the suffering. And it's the, it's, it's, yes, it's thinking obsessively about food and weight all the freaking time, which there's more to life than how much you weigh, right? And there's more to life than just food. There's more to enjoy in life than just food, right? Even though we are allowed to enjoy food, but it's like, if you're thinking about food and weight, if you're obsessing about it all the time, it's suffering because of the negative associations, right? It's the negative relationship that you have with food and your weight that's causing your pain and suffering. And when you say, I'm struggling, I'm struggling, that's what I'm talking about. That's your emotions. That's your relationship to food. That's saying that there is emotional work to be done. And the issue that I find is that people are just focusing on diet and exercise. And that's part of the equation, yes. But it's the mental associations that you have because your behavior is going to stem from your emotions. We are driven by emotions, not logic. So when you're saying, oh, like I want to lose weight, but I can't, something's going on emotionally. And from a vibrational perspective of, as well, like there's a lot there in terms of, like I was saying yesterday, that controlling energy, there's so many other things. A lot of people, why do you think there's a body positive um, movement out there because people have started to caught on to the fact that when they accept and love their bodies and they let go of the desire to lose weight, they feel better. And some people experience a phenomenon where they lose weight once they let go of the desire and they surrender. And that's why dieting also gets this bad rap because of the relationship that it can create with food. 
But I've always been saying this ever since I started this work is, but hang on a second, it's not just the dieting that's the issue, it's the energy that you're in, right? It's the relationship and the associations that you have with food because you can you can look at dieting through a lens, a completely different lens when you've changed your relationship to food. And it's not necessarily the dieting that it's not causing the issue. It's like saying like a knife can kill people, but it can also cut your food and cook your dinner. You know what I mean? Like it's the dieting can be neutral, but it's the way we perceive it. It's the lens that which we view it through and the relationship that we have with it. And so when you're at this point where you have so much pain around dieting and food, yes, sometimes the best option for you is to say no dieting. And that's why there's so much out there saying body positive anti-diet. That's why. But I need you to understand that if you can heal that You don't have to fear the desire to want to lose weight. There's nothing wrong with wanting to lose weight or going about a healthy calorie deficit. Like calories doesn't have to be this bad word. Like I've changed my relationship with it, okay? Because I've changed the lens at which I view food and weight through. I've decided that I get to have what I want. I make the rules, And that's what I want you to have too. This isn't just about weight loss. This is about creating your desired outcome, meaning you're not just at the weight. People, like I've said this to clients before, you don't just want to lose weight. What you actually want is ease around your food decisions. You don't want to struggle every freaking day on what to eat. And you don't want the guilt and shame that you currently associate with food because you eat a pizza and then suddenly you're going to get fat. Like that's the harmful stuff. Or, oh my God, I'm counting calories and I've already eaten three quarters of my calories for the day and now I'm screwed because I've still got five hours left and I'm hungry. That, all of that is it's, it's missing the point because you're just looking at strategy. You're just looking at strategy rather than the energy and frequency and vibration in the lens that you're you're viewing through a lens of deprivation. You're focusing on lack and deprivation around food. And uh, strategy becomes so easy when you're in alignment. And there's not just one strategy because there's multiple truths out there. <laughs> and there's been multiple truths for me throughout my journey right? And what serves me now, like back then, like there's going to be different points in your journey where you're going to need a different message or you're going to need a different truth or you're going to need a different strategy. And you're going to have to go with that flow and learn to develop a relationship with yourself and your inner guidance so that you're not codependent on other people telling you what to eat, which is what I notice a lot of people are doing. They're like, fix me, tell me what to eat, right? Whereas I want you to develop a relationship with yourself. I want you to develop a relationship with your hunger, right? Yes, so much pressure to be perfect. That's right. And that's a lot of that is why we hold on to weight as well. So saying, oh my God, isn't this true for everything? Love it. Yes. Awesome. 
amazing you guys so yes awesome so basically let me know if you have any questions so far let me know what's been coming up for you as well as you've been doing this work or as I've been saying certain things like let me know what's coming up because we want to look at any resistance we can we can kind of because as resistance comes up, like I was saying in an email the other day, we, we want to look at it. Like we don't want to fear any resistance and discomfort. We kind of want to look at it from the, the observing perspective, right? So if anything's coming up for you, like feel free to share and we can talk about it. Okay, so homework for day two is question one. The journaling prompt is, are you loving food or using it as an emotional crutch? Now, here's, here's a couple of things I want to share with you. Even if, even if you feel like you're not overeating, I want you to reflect on times, on different times in your life, right? And also, when we say, are you using food as an emotional crutch, it's also... Am I using the dieting obsession as an emotional crutch? Because it's like when I say weight can serve a purpose, it can serve a distraction from other things in your life because it's easier for you to focus on food and weight and meal plans and, and exercise challenge and whatever, whatever. And every single day you wake up and go, oh, I need to lose 10 pounds or, oh, my clothes don't fit. Like, how am I going to lose weight? It's actually easy for you to focus on that rather than other things that are bothering you sometimes. That's why a lot of people, even if they're like, okay, so these questions are saying, oh, turning to food. Oh, that's not me. I don't turn to food. You still will need to work on your relationship to food, okay? And even if you're not turning to food, I want you to replace the word food to like perhaps weight obsession. Why am I constantly why am I constantly thinking about food and weight? What emotions am I trying to avoid? Okay? So I can't stress this enough. Even if you're like, oh, I'm not an emotional eater. I just want to manifest weight loss. Manifestation is about emotions. It doesn't matter if you overeat or undereat. I've had clients do my Emerge course that are barely eating and still benefit from it. Okay. Why? Because weight loss manifestation is about emotions. So whether or not you're, you're, Overeating, your undereating is emotional eating. Okay, <laughs> I, I, I don't know if that makes sense, but your your chronic undereating or your chronic dieting and your yo-yo obsession and all of that, like eating disorder stuff, um, that as well. If you're saying, "Oh, I'm not an emotional eater, but I just want to manifest weight loss," it's still about your emotions. It's still about that because if everything emotionally was okay around food and weight if you were conditioned to trust your hunger for example if you were conditioned to not um like surrender and just listen to your body and trust that you can maintain your desired weight like you wouldn't be here kind of thing so it's always going to be an emotional thing right okay 
So I hope that makes sense. So that's why I really want you to understand why I'm talking about emotionals, emotionals, <laughs> emotions and emotional eating, because there's always going to be an emotional aspect to this work. Even if you're not, if you, even if you're not overeating and even if you're under eating, it doesn't matter. There's an emotional component to your weight. Okay. So are you loving food or using it as an emotional crutch? So perhaps you're like, yes. Okay, great. Now we know what's going on and we can start to dive deeper because a lot of this is you'll go, yeah, I've known that. Like I've known that I turn to food and I've been doing that for years. Cool. I've been there. I've been there. And then you're trying to diet, right, to try and keep a handle of all these crazy cravings. So if you're using food as an an emotional crutch, you'll be the type of person that you're busy with your day one moment and the next moment you're like, I really want something to eat. And then it becomes this desperation and I need to eat something right now. I need to eat something like right this second. And then for the chronic dieters, usually what they'll do is they'll be like, oh, I'll pick something low calorie. So like, let me just chop up some carrot sticks and eat them. Nothing wrong with snacking on carrot sticks. That's not what I'm saying. And I'm not saying that snacking is a bad thing. What I'm saying is that the, it's the relationship to food and the energy in which you're doing it. You're not doing it from a place of genuine hunger. You're doing it as an escape. And you'll know that you're escaping from something when there's this desperation to eat and there's a preoccupation with with food like you just it's a preoccupation with food but also you can have a preoccupation with food and not have a weight issue so it's kind of like this um kind of like um when there's these paradoxes right it's like you can be an emotional eater to a certain extent and not gain weight because your beliefs are in so much alignment, right, around your ability to maintain a certain weight. That's why you'll meet like naturally slim people sometimes and you're like, how do they do that? Like, how do they just eat whatever they want? Which is kind of how people view me now, which is what's really annoying is when people just think that this is just like a fluke. And I'm like, no, I, li- I, lit- I literally created this reality, you guys, like... <laughs> That's why I'm teaching all this stuff. Like it's not just an accident that I I didn't just fall into it. Like I actually deliberately manifested a reality where I'm naturally slim. I wanted it all. I wanted to be able to have ease. I was like, I don't want to not eat pizza and have, have cocktails if I want to. I don't want this stress anymore. I don't want to obsess over it. There's more to life than obsession, obsession over food and weight. But I also wanted to like have a certain fit into a certain size jeans, right? So you get to have it all, all right? But it's it's just a process of working through all this stuff. So let me know if that's making sense. 
Question one, absolutely. I use food for everything emotional. Yes, both. I love food and also use it as an emotional crutch. I eat when I'm mad, sad, in physical pain or bored. Food can be soothing or sometimes makes me feel crappy when I under eat because I have no energy to come up with something or I'm punishing myself. Yes. Okay, so this is perfect, you guys. This is exactly where I was. Okay, I was using food to cope with life. I was using food at like for any reason whatsoever. Okay. And in order to kind of keep my weight at a lower end, I tried to use lots of dieting strategies to undo. And that's generally what happens. Like you want to undo what's what you've like the damage that you've done with your binging or your emotional eating or whatever and then you go okay let me diet so I can undo this but what I want you to do is through the lens of kindness and compassion see that this is just an attempt to look after yourself it's literally emotional eating is just an attempt to look after yourself. That's all it is. You're just trying to take care of yourself. You are trying to make yourself feel better and soothe. Whether it's from boredom, you're sad, you're mad, you're like whatever. It's just you are just trying to take care of yourself. So you want to have compassion because there's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing like inherently wrong with you. Anyone who like emotional eating can happen to anyone and it's happened to me. I struggled with it for 10 to 15 years and I've completely learned a different perspective now and you can completely overcome it. It's, it's just a process in which I teach in my courses, which the course that I'm going to be talking about today is Emerge. Okay. But Here's the thing, you can totally overcome this even if you feel lost and hopeless. That's why yesterday in the declaration and in my email today, I really talked about, in the email I talked about hope, like because some people will be like, they'll, they'll come into the no diet babe world and they'll start diving into my content. They're like, I love your podcast. They come do this challenge and they're like, I love the questions. I've got so much insight. I really, I really hope this works for me. I really hope that this is the answer for me. And I want you to just for a moment, forget about my brand or like, forget about like no diet, babe, for a moment this is the answer, like beyond me and what I'm teaching, the answer is always going to be vibration and energy. We create our own reality. So rather than saying, I hope this works, know that this is the work connecting to have forming a deeper connection to yourself in the universe. That's always the work when it comes to manifestation, right? Like, beyond the words that I'm teaching, even if there's certain things that, you know, I might say that might not gel, that doesn't matter. What matters is that the answer is going to be that you create your own reality, right? And the answer is that 
you have the ability to rewire your subconscious mind, which is 95% of what creates your reality, right? So that rather than saying, I hope this works, like, because hoping is that element of doubt. It's that element of fear and protection. Know that you are going to overcome this. Have faith. And even if you don't have faith, you switch back into faith. That's actually the work is to say, okay, I'm having a moment of doubt right now. I'm, I'm in this energy of, I hope I lose weight. I hope I overcome emotional eating. Hang on a second. I know the ultimate truth is that I create my own reality. The ultimate truth is that God put this desire in my heart. I'm not meant to struggle. I'm not here on this earth to struggle around food and my weight. Therefore, I get to decide how I want it to be. And that is going to be true. And that that might be a process. I might have to be patient. I'm going to have a deeper spiritual path to overcome this. There's going to be lessons along the way. For me, like I said before, it's about the the unmet needs. It was about codependency and that I'm still struggling, you know, with, with certain aspects of that. But it's a constant thing of like learning to set boundaries, learning to get your, to, to know what your needs are, learning to work through um, like any social anxiety or fear of, fear of being seen or healing the body image and knowing that some point in your life, you realized you made a connection that a certain weight might gain, make you gain approval. And when you're heavier, you, you fear abandonment, like people are going to abandon you if you're heavier. And so some point, like for me as a teenager, I became obsessed with my weight because I had so many issues around social anxiety, fear of abandonment, um, And I used my weight. I was like, once I get to this certain weight, then I will be more confident and then I'll be able to talk to people and not be awkward. And I'll be, I'll be louder in groups. I'll, I won't be so shy and quiet. Right. And, and a lot of people do this. They'll say, once I lose the weight, then I'll have the courage to start a business. Then I'll show up more, um, and, and speak louder, right? Then I'll just be myself. Then I'll play with my kids more. I'll like be more attractive to my partner. All of this stuff, like the, all of that is actually what we need to work on in order to, to change the relationship to food and in order to manifest the weight loss. So it's actually, people are doing it backwards, which is what people tend to do when it comes to manifestation, because you have to reprogram the emotions first so that you're a vibrational match to what you want then I'm telling you guys like the weight loss just happens and even if it doesn't happen without a diet you will find a diet that's easy that's what happened to me I did the transformational work for years and then suddenly 
it showed up in my path. Like the universe just put it in front of me, like count macros, but it was in a completely different way to like how I had done it in the past. It was easy and it was effortless and I no longer have to count calories anymore. I haven't counted calories for years. I've maintained this weight for five years now and I don't count calories, but there was a moment in my life where it served me and I didn't, I viewed it from this different lens, but because I was in alignment and because I trusted the universe, because I had a connection with myself and I had guidance, it all just worked out. And that's what I want for you. That's what I want you to help. I want to help you develop a relationship with yourself, with your inner thoughts, with your emotions, with how you feel and your relationship to food and your weight, your body image, all of that, because that's the foundation. And then the rest, it will happen. It will happen. And it won't have to be this case of nothing works for me. That's not the ultimate truth for you or for anyone. There is never a case where you can't have your desires, right? You always get to have your desires always. So, okay. So basically if, if you are in this boat of emotional eating, like we were talking about, so coming back to the worksheet for day two, so I've gone on a little bit of a rant, but pretty much like, yeah, it's like all in line with day two topic, which is the unmet needs. So, so we talk in the challenge day two worksheet, I want you to really say what, what emotions am I trying to avoid and really go deeper into this? Like, what is it in your life that you're trying to avoid? And here's a hint, you guys, here's a hint. It's going to be pretty much day one, that last question that you answered, so let me, let me kind of go back to day one and give you a hint. The what would happen if I finally lost the weight? That will give you insight into why you, that, the emotions that you have to shift. Because for a lot of people, they'll, be, they'll just have a lot of shame. I'd be like, for example, you wouldn't, You'd, you might say, what would happen if I lost the weight? Well, I'd finally be confident. I wouldn't hide myself all the time. Um, I would feel I would have more self-worth. I would be more assertive. I would speak up for myself. I'd be a role model for others. I'd be focusing on my life um, instead of focusing on the joy in my life, though, I'm obsessing about food and weight. And I feel like one of the big things that I hear from people is when I'm like, what would happen if you finally lost the weight? Well, I'd finally just be able to chill and enjoy my life. And it's like, yeah, so that's what you need to do now so that you overcome emotional eating so that you lose the weight. But people don't know how to do that. So that's why I teach that in Emerge because it's not like I'm saying that but there's, there's a strategy behind how I did that. Well, how, how do I change my relationship to food? How do I change my relationship to my body? How do I adopt a new frequency? For me, there's, there are key aspects that I focus on. 
And like I said in a podcast episode a few weeks ago, especially now, here in Melbourne, I've been in lockdown for most of this year. For for Since March, I've spent the majority of this year in lockdown, especially the last three months. I've not been allowed to basically drive. I've not been allowed to visit friends and family or see any of them. I've not been allowed to drive beyond three miles or five kilometers, right? It's really hard to get my needs met right now. And if it wasn't for the work that I teach in Emerge, my emotional eating program, I would have gained 10 kilos by now because that was the old me. I can't cope. Like I feel bad. It's not that I don't still feel bad in isolation. Like I have a lot of struggles in isolation at the moment, um, getting my needs met. Like I can't go shopping. I can't like everything's closed here. I can't just do what I normally want to do. Like I can't just say, oh, I'm just going to go visit family or I'm just going to, you know, and I know a lot of people around the world have been in isolation this year, but here in Melbourne, we've really had a really long drawn out isolation. Like the most of the year for me has been spent in, in a home, right? And that brings up, that brings up discomfort, and it can be a a kind of a, a it's it's I can see within me that there's a possibility to go back to where where I was, but because I have these tools that I teach, I implement them, and it's easier for me now because I'm more practiced. But reconnecting to my body, reconnecting to my hunger, reconnecting to the mindful eating reconnecting to my emotions, knowing all of this stuff and actually embodying it is what prevents me from going back there. And I'm not in a suffering state around food. I'm not in a panic state. I'm not going, oh my God, like, you know, that panic state where you're like, my clothes are tight. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And you freak out and you're just like, I have to lose weight. I have to lose weight. I, or you, or you see a photo of yourself and you feel this incredible shame and this pain of like, oh my god, that's how I look. Like, oh my god, I can't believe that's me. How did I let this happen? You have that moment, and then you get into this like energy of, how am I going to fix this? How am I going to like get rid of this weight? I can't go on another day with this weight. Let me just go on a detox. Let me just stop eating. Let me just do a shake meal plan. I'll have no food. I'll just have soup or I'll do cabbage diet. I'll just eat salads. Let me go keto. You'll start doing it from this energy of like, I'm not enough and I need to fix this. I need to get rid of this weight. Can you feel that? Like, that panic, that desperation, that control, right? But when you actually understand the tools that I teach, you'll see things differently because it's not that weight doesn't fluctuate. It's that you understand what to do when weight fluctuates and you understand that panicking or 
going into this cycle of now I'm going to gain weight. Now I'm going to gain weight. I'm eating too much. Now I'm going to gain weight. Oh no, I'm an emotion. I'm emotionally eating. Now I'm going to gain weight. Like you perpetuate, you perpetuate more and more and more and more, right? Light bulb moment. Yes, we say when I lose weight, then I'll do. Yes, we should do it anyway. 100%. Wear the pretty dress, drink the water. It's about feeling good. Exactly. Because that's the fundament. That's the fundamental truth of why you turn to food. You're like I said at the beginning of this call of this live video was that you are turning to food to try and take care of yourself because you're not meeting your needs in other ways. Those things that would make you feel good that you're not giving yourself permission to do because you're like, I have to lose weight first or else I can't do that. Like you're hurting yourself. You're perpetuating that cycle, right? And yes, it you know, if you've gained 10 kilos this lockdown, like that's, it's okay. Like have compassion for this hard situation. It's not been easy for any of us. Like I just said, I've really struggled this year um, with my mindset because I feel just stripped from my rights and my freedoms to be, be able to drive beyond three miles, five kilometers from my home or leave the house for we weren't allowed to leave our house for more than an hour an hour a day we weren't even allowed to sit down outside like we only could leave the house to exercise um now we're allowed to sit down but it's still lots of limitations that aren't even going to be lifted until the end of november if then it could be later so it's you know, during these times, like just have compassion for yourself that you have gained weight because you are just trying to get your needs met. And it is your body just craving more food or holding on to the weight just to try and maintain homeostasis, like maintain this level of functioning of yourself. And have compassion for that because you and your body are just doing the best that you can right now. But know that that's not, that's not the ultimate truth. Like that's not the ultimate truth of what needs to be you, right? Because when your brain has experienced a certain situation around food and weight, it wants to say, but this is like, this is how it is. And this is how it is. And this is how it is. And this is how it was last time. So this is how it's going to be next time. And last time I lost weight, this happened. And I've always struggled and I've always been an emotional eater. And I hear these stories from people over and over again. Oh, but I tried this and that didn't work. And I'm still struggling. I'm still struggling. It's like, no, you're still just holding that vibration rather than I'm noticing that I'm out of alignment. So I have tools to get back into alignment. I'm noticing that I'm disconnected. So I'm going to reconnect and I'm continuing to do that, continuing to do that, continuing to do that. I'm forming a relationship with myself. I'm getting to know my needs. I'm befriending myself. I'm being kind to myself. I'm not believing every thought I think. I'm changing my story. I'm learning how to enjoy my life so that I'm not relying on food to get by. Okay. Okay. So I hope all that makes sense. So make sure you, um, so I'm going to finish up here, but make sure you post, make sure you post day two homework in the group. 
okay and I'm gonna I encourage you guys to if you're posting in the babes manifesting weight loss group I encourage you guys to read through your other part like other people's posts and comment um because what you'll find is that you'll have a lot in common and you likely have similar stories and you pretty much have similar stories to how I used to be because like I said it's just an energy it's just a frequency once we change that you can change your reality okay so it's all the same work when it comes to manifestation so don't be afraid just have faith like I said this is the work it's not a matter of hoping it's a matter of just knowing manifestation works we create our own reality therefore we have the power that's it full stop (laughs) um okay so like if you're ready to go deeper like do the the challenge homework but for those of you that are ready to go deeper I am launching my course emerge and Emerge is a fantastic course where we're going to dive so much deeper into this work, like the, the frequency work, like I said, and the, the exercises, like the things that I turn to, to this day to go, okay, let me make sure I'm doing this and this and this and this in order to not gain weight or in order to have a good relationship to food, in order to feel satisfied. I don't want to feel deprived right now. Like what's going on? Let me get my needs met let me what's it going to take right now right I've got these set things that I do and the other thing is a lot of students that have gone through emerge um, like I literally was chatting to a student the other day who did emerge who did a round of emerge I think earlier this year I can't remember Um, but now she's now she's she's gone through emerge she's done the work in emerge and she's healed her relationship with food and now she's she's able to implement dieting strategies and lose weight whereas when she first came to me she couldn't implement anything because everything just triggered her everything triggered more pain and suffering and deprivation and obsession why because you have to heal first and everyone's different. So it's not like, you know, you can't, you can't like do dieting strategies, but you've got to have that foundation. You've got to heal your relationship with food. And that's really what we're going to do in Emerge. We're going to work on the relationship with food. We're going to work on becoming a vibrational match, meaning we go, it's an, it's the emotional work. It's the emotional work around food and weight, okay? So there's actually early bird pricing up until the end of this challenge. So at the end of this challenge, um, the early bird pricing will end, okay? And then we're actually starting on the six weeks on the 1st of October, and it's going to include live coaching calls as well. So that's really good and Facebook support. And it's lifetime access to the course it's a very comprehensive course you guys I've had lots of people go through it who are fans of the podcast and say wow there is so much more information in this course (laughs) because I do provide a lot on the podcast but trust me there's so much more there is so much more and it's a fantastic course that you can revisit over and over again it's lifetime access so it's going to help you on your journey because this isn't a quick quick fix, you guys. This is something that to get to where I am now, I did a lot of work because the subconscious mind needs a lot of verbal rep- 
repetition in order to change. So rather than adopting this attitude of I can't change, you have to adopt an attitude of I am changing, I'm in the process of changing, but it takes repetition and I'm going to keep going and I'm going to trust that I'm being guided rather than, oh, I I messed up and it didn't work. That means I can't do it. No, that just means that you need to get back into alignment. And that's what happens. We're only human, right? So if you've gained some weight, don't let that mean that you can't ultimately get to where you want to be. That's never going to be ultimately true. Okay. So if you're, if you are ready to go deeper, like I said before the early bird pricing, go to nodietbabe.com slash emerge. It's going to be a great opportunity to get coaching with me as well because there's coaching calls. But even on its own, you guys, just even on its own, this course is worth so much. It's going to change your life so much. Like I said, I credit not gaining weight this lockdown, like not putting on 10 kilos like I used to every time I went through a tough time to the work that I teach in this course. I still use it to this day, five years of maintaining my new weight after I lost 30 pounds, okay? All right, Uh, keep posting your homework in the group. I love you guys and make sure you join me same time tomorrow. Okay, love you guys. I'll see you tomorrow. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you loved this episode, I'd love for you to leave me an iTunes review. Don't forget to follow this podcast for more uplifting teachings to come. For more tips, inspiration and teachings, come follow me on Instagram at No Diet Babe or check out my website, nodietbabe.com. Until I see you next time, babes, lots of love.